the isolation sessions. Dance clubs and empty pubs. The Mazzy Mad Story. Chapter 8. The Damon Debacle. Written by Michael Solko. Read by Marta da Silva. How is it there was no talk show handbook available for burgeoning pop stars by the year 1990? Apathetic applause from a family entertainment crowd is one thing, but enduring lousy puns and generic questions from the host are a lousy way to spend an evening. Nothing in any handbook could have prepared me for Friday fanfare with Morris Damon. Known for his obnoxious behaviour, Morris would often try to rile his guests. My appearance on Friday Fanfare in late March 1990 came about as my track Znazzy Maz had been a top ten hit for 14 weeks. It was a nightmare to perform live, as the fast rap verse was difficult to nail in ideal conditions. Most talk shows gave you two options for performing your song. Sing over a studio track or be supported by the house band. Singing a dance song over a recorded track often feels uninspired. Plus, choreography looks ridiculous when you're on stage alone. My usual backup band could slow down to a funk groove that allowed me to croon the fast rap bits. The Friday fan for house band could only be counted on to play with the enthusiasm of a man who just won 50p on a fruit machine. My agent and I insisted I should perform my new single, Love in a Chip Shop. It was a cheeky ballad that would allow me to show off my range. Morris demanded I perform Snazzy Maz. My audience won't know or care about some love song they've never heard. Our shouting match outside my dressing room drew all sorts of onlookers until he eventually relented. I was left to wait with a huge grin and a cheap gift basket. To be honest, dear reader, there was an ulterior motive for performing a ballad on the show. The headlining guest was actor Grant Bullis, and it was critical I impress him. Not like that. He isn't remotely my type. Grant was there to promote the upcoming season of his comedy drama, Detective After Dark. Every season ended with a song performed by Lindy McIntosh in the Detective's Dive Bar Hangout. Each song became a chart hit. My agent had learned of Lindy's arrest the previous day for tax evasion and Grant Sher would no doubt need a replacement. How better to impress than a fun ballad of my own? The live broadcast started with a dreadful monologue from Morris. A man so unfunny his snark couldn't skewer a donut. Grant charmed his way through his interview, despite several attempts from Morris to annoy him. I headed for the stage during the commercial break and got into place. Just me, a mic and a backing track. Morris announced to the crowd, And now, here to perform her hit Snazzy Maz, welcome Mazzy Mad. That utter bastard. 
120 beats per minute started playing over the speaker as I held my composure. It would be impossible to do my standard choreography whilst wearing a long flower skirt and docks. I smiled my way through the first verse of Snazzy Maz, leading right into the fast rap breakdown. I broke into the chorus of Love in a Chip Shop, with a wink towards the crowd. Morris's face looked stunned as he realised my singing was completely at odds with the backing track. He started waving his hands at his neck and glared at the production team. Ten seconds later, the music abruptly halted, but my mic was still hot. I said, I didn't want to do that one anyway, before segueing into the second verse of Love in a Chip Shop. The camera cut to the host area where Morris struggled to hold in his disdain. Grant and the crowd were clapping. I sang the chorus one last time, followed by the house band immediately playing the show to commercial. The audience applauded, despite looking a bit perplexed at what just happened. I looked over and Morris was nowhere to be seen. One of the production assistants escorted me back to the dressing room, whispering, I've never seen him that mad. Well, darling, I replied, that is my name. My agent and my bag were waiting outside the dressing room door. I glanced inside and saw the contents of the gift basket were strewn across the room, no doubt by an angry host. We left for a celebratory meal. As you'll imagine, I was not invited back on Friday Fanfare after that stunt. Love in a Chip Shop spent seven weeks in the top ten. And most importantly, the gift baskets were much nicer over the next three seasons of Detective After Dark.